Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello? Anybody home? Today, I want you to open your mind. I've almost come to the conclusion that the story is so damning that the mass of people can't deal with it. We are in process of developing a whole series of techniques to get people actually to love their servitude. We face a hostile ideology, global in scope, atheistic in character, ruthless in purpose, and insidious in method. For we are opposed around the world by a monolithic and ruthless conspiracy that relies primarily on covet means for expanding its sphere of influence. To change the minds and the attitudes and the beliefs of the people to bring about one world socialist totalitarian government. The potential for the disastrous rise of misplaced power exists and will persist. It has patterned itself after every dictator who has ever planted the ripping imprint of a boot on the pages of history since the beginning of time. If you can get people to consent to the state of affairs in which they are living, then you have a much more easily controllable society than you would if you were relying wholly on clubs and firing squads and concentration camps. Tools of conquest do not necessarily come with bombs and explosions and fallout. There are weapons that are simply thoughts, attitudes, prejudices to be found only in the minds of men. As you connect the dots between different people, organizations, places, religions, history, suddenly the picture starts to form. The kingdom of God is within man, not one man, nor a group of men, but in all men, in you, you the people have the power to make this life free and beautiful, to make this life a wonderful adventure. Someone born in the United States is not more special than someone born in Mexico. Someone who is white is not more special than someone who is black. They're just vehicles for the consciousness to experience. War is peace. Freedom is slavery. Ignorance is strength. Do not want your children to be educated. They do not want you to think too much. It was learned that the aliens had been and were then manipulating masses of people through secret societies, witchcraft, magic, the occult, and religion. They reach into our children in music, television, books. Pray on children's innocence. How can I disprove lies that are stamped with inefficiency? So if you have the opportunity to stand next to one of these machines, it feels like an altar to an alien god. Genetic powers the most awesome force the planet's ever seen, but you wield it like a kid that's found his dad's gun. The Army Air Forces has announced that a flying disc is now in the possession of the Army. Too many others know what's happening out there, and no one, no government agency has jurisdiction over the truth. Any state, any entity, any ideology that fails
fails to recognize the worth, the dignity, the rights of man, that state is obsolete. A case to be filed under M for Mankind in the Twilight Zone. About time some of you got acquainted with the real hard truth. It's the heart that says, I will not acquiesce. Freedom is the privilege to be right. Freedom from the disasters of our mistakes. If you don't connect the dots, just the mass of what's all this about. You are listening to The Secret Teachings Radio. I'm your host, Ryan Gable. Thank you so much for joining us tonight, this morning, this evening, whenever and wherever you are listening around the world. If you'd like to reach out to the show, you can email rdgable at yahoo.com or tstradio at protonmail.com. You can also find the show online at www.thesecretteachings.info. There is a free archive there on the website an RSS feed, and links to get copies of my books. That's www.thesecretteachings.info or go to aftermath.media, the network aftermath.media, and sign up to the ad-free shows today. You can also get Ground Zero with Clyde Lewis as well as The Secret Teachings as part of your subscription package at aftermath.media. Last night, if you listened to The Secret Teachings, I was pretty upset, pretty angry and a few people emailed me and said that they felt that my anger was justified considering the subject matter and before my show I was listening to Clyde's show and I uh, heard him mention the FDA and the CDC a couple of agencies that I also talked about pretty harshly last night in relation to whooping cough and how data and statistics are very very routinely and blatantly manipulated to advance a false narrative over what would otherwise be a true narrative. And Clyde was talking last night, and I had seen this too, I just didn't print it out or anything like that, but I had seen the story about the Israeli scientists who created a model of a human embryo without any eggs and without any sperm, nor without a womb. And these stories come about once in a while. I, I listened to Clyde talk about it, and I heard a few people call in. And I was thinking that, I think it was about four years ago, there was a Time Magazine article. And the Time Magazine article, it might have actually been the full cover of the magazine, as a matter of fact. It, it was called The Future of Babies. And the headline was accompanied by promises of gene editing, uterus transplants, babies with three biological parents, etc., etc., etc. And perhaps the most disturbing part of the whole thing, and this was, again, four years ago, was a story about that the, the, they described this very scientifically. Um, it wasn't just a, a clever headline, but it was something about IVG, or in vitro, uh, gamma, I think it's like gametogenesis. And basically what this means is scientists would turn stem cells into a woman's eggs, allowing her to have more than the normal 300 to 500 eggs during a lifetime. And these eggs would, uh, the eggs would be mixed with sperm of choice and implanted into her uterus. Now, that's not the same as creating a, an embryo with no sperm, no egg, no womb. But this process is really disturbing because not only can you just create eggs out of stem cells, but according to the author of the study, 
this is a quote. I looked this back. I looked this back up in my book, The Technological Elixir. I have a chapter on this. It says skin cells can also be turned into sperm. In this way, a single human may soon be able to create its own offspring without a partner. This could eventually lead to a society where relationships, sexual or otherwise, are not functionally necessary to continue the human species. Now, whether it's the Israeli scientists or it's this particular report in Time magazine from 2019, if you read my book, The Technological Elixir, and if I'm being honest with you, I don't even remember everything I wrote in it. It's, it's a massive, massive 700-plus page uh, dictionary, basically. But in the first part of the book, I have a giant section on these kinds of stories where I go through the details of them and document them and talk about, I guess, what could be the positives and what are the negatives. So it's not just creating life without sperm, egg, or womb, of course. It's also creating that life without sperm, egg, or womb and being able to implant it into a woman's body. Uh, You could literally just take a woman's skin cells, turn them into sperm, and she could essentially replicate like an amoeba or something. It's a basically a clone of yourself that you grow inside you. Initially, it's grown outside the body, but you grow it inside you and then you give birth to it. And this is obviously, for a lot of people, this is a moral issue, an ethical issue, a religious issue, a spiritual issue, a lot of issues, of course, and, and there has been since, and as Clyde talked about last night with Mary Shelley and Frankenstein, there have been for hundreds of years since that, that story was originally written. And, and I'm sure to some extent, even before that, she had to have been inspired by something that was happening at the time. So with these kinds of scientific advancements, achievements, what I, I don't know what to call them. I don't really think that they're advancements or achievements per se. And if they are achievements, I don't know if they're really good or bad achievements. But this is one of those things where it sounds obviously very science fiction. But what is the practical or what is the probable, rather probable, what is the probability of this actually becoming a widespread thing? Pretty slim. I don't think anytime soon we're going to be seeing people stop reproducing through sex and relying instead on Huxleyan medical, scientific, laboratory practices to grow children. But one thing last night when I was listening to Clyde's show that got me was talking about the ability to have a child without a parent. And I started to think about transgenderism. And I started to think about the differences or the similarities between COVID-19 and CO2. SARS-CoV-2, CO2, zero COVID, zero CO2 and so on and so forth. Breathing is bad for the environment. It could get people sick and give them a fever. It could give the planet a fever. Very similar parallel narratives there. And I think it's the same thing with transgenderism and something like IVG, where parents are considered bad, and that's a Marxist ideology as well that's been injected into the culture by groups like BLM, officially was on their website. Get rid of the family, Get rid of parental guidance and parental authority. Kamala Harris, the vice president, says this a lot. You know, children don't belong to parents. They belong to the state. Some people even suggest that Japan is the model because children there, notoriously, it's well known around the world, one of the safest places in the world to live. 
children there, young children, take a backpack, take a train, go to school, go downtown, get something for the family and come home, and they're perfectly safe. But obviously what they don't tell you is in Japan, they're pretty strict and they follow the law and uh, you can get a lot of trouble there if you do something wrong. Unlike the United States where we have lawlessness in most cities and it's dangerous for a grown-ass adult man to go downtown to get something because he'll be attacked by a mob of roaming uh, scumbags, which is a routine thing that I, I, I mean, I, I've already had to almost shoot somebody living here in Tucson because some cra- wasn't even like an illegal immigrant or somebody like that. It was or a homeless person who was just drugged out of their mind. There's just some millennial kid harassing people for money. And he just he spits on me and, and tries to, uh, you know, get money out of me. It's, it's just it's ridiculous. They don't have that much in Japan. So it's a totally different story over there. That's why it's safe for kids to walk around and do things. So the point is, the idea that children belong not to the parents, but to the state, that the state could, in effect, if not the state, some series of corporations could, in effect, take control of uh, childbirth and raising children, you know, state hatcheries like Aldous Huxley talked about, and how that's really the next step from 1984 to a brave new world. And, and Huxley was the mentor as well of George Orwell or Eric Blair, his real name, for, uh, who wrote 1984. So we're, we see this, this, um, this parallel progression today when we look at science fiction and some might not even consider 1984, Aldous Huxley's A Brave New World science fiction. They're more like partial fiction mixed with partial fact mixed with you know, perhaps not predictions, but uh, plans for what the future would hold. So if you don't have parental guidance of children and socially it's become unacceptable for some people, some universities, uh, obviously, I guess, depending on where you live in the country, but in some places you're not really supposed to say mom or dad because mom and dad can be offensive. Some people don't have moms or dads and then that led us to, well, some people just identify as having two moms and some people have two dads. And and even that's kind of offensive because some people don't have any moms. So it's not fair if, if, if somebody has two gay parents, two moms. That's way that's d- doubly offensive because some people don't even know who their mom is. So we can't use mom. We can't use dad. Moms and dads are obsolete. And the children just belong to the state. Well, that's pretty much whether it's because of a social justice, Marxist, ideological slant to why words like mom and dad are offensive or it's the whole idea of transgenderism where we don't really know what our gender or what our sex is we've completely denied the basis of biology then we can look at something like ivg and we can see that well you don't need a partner you don't need parents even go beyond you know any kind of reproduction you don't need even parents you can just do it in the lab and these are all things that are not just possible. These are all things that have been done in a laboratory. But the question really is for me, how practical and how probable is it for these things to become widespread? I don't think it's very probable. But then again, we also don't know how advanced this technology is and how much of this has already been utilized. And we don't know. I mean, who knows? You don't know how many people walk around who are the byproduct of some medical scientific experiment. Who knows? It's a question of mystery. I don't know. Do I think it's a lot? Probably not. 
I, I don't know if I've ever walked by somebody who's the product of some medical experiment. What I'm saying is these are probabilities, more so probably possibilities, but there's certainly something to think about and something to be potentially concerned with. But I mean, ultimately, they don't really affect our lives directly, do they? I mean, unless you're actively participating in this, unless you're like actively giving your DNA away to some DNA company, or like we discussed last time on the secret teachings, unless you're giving your child's blood away after they're born to the state, which then gives it to corporations, drug companies, the military, and they do, I don't, I don't even know if I say, I'd say God knows what, but I don't know if God even knows what those corporations, the state and the military do with your child's blood and DNA. So anyway, with all these things, taking them into consideration, I was reading a story about, and I don't think these things are connected per se, but there is a, there is a trend in this direction where we have stripped, in, in effect, the soul and the spirit out of, out of our culture, at least in the United States in some places. It just seems like there's no soul. It seems like there's no spirit. It just seems like things are hollow and cold. And that is really the definition of hell. There's nothing inside. It's cold. It's dark. It's miserable. And that could be something that is a definition or description of what it means to be really in your head and really miserable, cold, dark, unable to really appreciate life, whatever the case is. I mean, that's a hell that you create for yourself. But hell is also something that can manifest externally. And I think that a lot of us, I know that a lot of us can look around and you, you see people sometimes and you think, this person, and this is just me, maybe you don't think this, but sometimes I look around, I see people, I'm like, this person has to be like an agent in the matrix because they're standing there doing something and then they just like have a, a spasm and then they just look at you and they just, they stare at you. I mean, it happens to me all the time. And I'm not paranoid, delusional, uh, schizophrenic. By any definition. So I, I don't know what's going on, but I, this happens to me like increasingly. It's all the time. I see people, there, there's a guy in a car just two days ago. I'm driving down the road here in Tucson and I'm behind this uh, this truck. So I can't really go around and I wasn't in a rush. So I just, I stayed there. And this guy who's behind me, he pulls up, he wasn't honking his horn. He pulls up beside me. He's got a white, uh, it was like a white PT cruiser. And he pulls up beside me and uh, he, he looks at me and looks away. He doesn't speed up like he's upset that I was following this truck. So this truck goes through the light and I get stopped at the light. And this guy in the white vehicle, he gets stopped, too. And he I swear to God, this and I don't know, this guy's like 50 something. He just is like he's like twitching and he's looking out the window, looking out the window. And he's like looking back at me and he just he's staring at me. He stared at me through the whole light. Even when the light turned green, he's still staring at me as I drive away. And then he finally like snaps out of it and then and then and then drives away, too. And maybe maybe I am delusional. I don't know. But I, I, I think that if we're playing around with I mean, they don't need sperm or eggs. But if we're playing around with skin cells, turning those into sperm, we're playing around with three biological parents. We're playing around with uterus transplants, gene editing. We're playing around with CRISPR technology. And we're creating new life or some form of new thing without the typical 
processes by which life is normally created, we're probably creating what amount to husks or shells that allow other things to inhabit them. And whether that's like, you know, an agent in the matrix that takes over certain, you know, avatars of individuals who are having their energy harvested in the real world, or it's, you know, some form of more, for lack of a better term, demonic possession. I I honestly, seriously think that's a real thing. And I think that it's something that I'm not sure how often, you know, but I, I feel like that's something that that is in the real world. I think that does exist. And with the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. That's just something that comes to my mind when I think of this kind of technology and what this technology can do. But then I also think maybe it's not that. Maybe it's not that. Maybe it's something beyond that. Like, I don't know how advanced artificial intelligence is. And personally, I don't really think artificial intelligence is being invented. I think artificial intelligence is being awoken. And I don't think it's something that's being philosophically awoken. I think it's something that's literally just not from planet Earth in this dimension. I think it's something that has been knocking on the door and something that we have chosen to open the door and welcome it into our world. And that could be metaphoric but that and symbolic, but that, that, I, that I mean more so in a literal sense. So... Artificial intelligence. I, I'm not scared of artificial intelligence, for the record. And I, I don't think that, oh, AI is going to do this and AI is going to do that. It's going to take all of our jobs away. Well, you know, the Industrial Revolution and, you know, the, those great advances in technology, they took some jobs away, but now we have more jobs than ever. So I'm not scared of robots and I'm not scared of AI. But I think there's a difference between artificial intelligence as like a voice assistant, which isn't even really, it's not even AI. It's just an algorithm and a, and some programming, some, some code, you know, there's a difference between the AI that we, we think is AI, but it's, it's not really AI. And then like super advanced Hollywood AI, more like, more so like the Terminator, but we are getting there little bit by little bit. I'm not a football guy. I, I did see that Aaron Rodgers got hurt uh, during the Jets bills game. Uh, but I'm not a football guy, and yet I 
I was I had typed in something if I was looking for Aaron Rodgers online and I'd made a joke about Aaron Rodgers probably, you know, he the hat man pushed him down or he, you know, he had COVID. His Achilles tear is a is a COVID injury because he's not he's not vaccinated. Uh, so I was looking that I was just looking to see what happened to Aaron Rodgers because I like Aaron Rodgers. And I come across this other crazy NFL story. OK, this is uh, the Chargers versus the Dolphins. I'm sure some of you have seen this. The Los Angeles Chargers, obviously, they're in Los Angeles. They're right there in Hollywood. They allowed uh, Hollywood, a Hollywood studio to use the stadium, to use the, you know, the Chargers stadium as an advertisement. Uh, I, I guess like the whole stadium was basically just they turned the the audience into an advertisement for the new movie, The Creator. And how they did this was they brought in, the studio brought in what they called AI robots. And they had these robots take a seat at the football game. Now, it's hmm, it's very very peculiar. Now, I don't know if you've seen these pictures, but there's pictures of these robots in the audience, right? And number one, if you've seen the preview for the creator, the way that you can distinguish the AI robots from the humans is the AI robots only have like like you know they have what looks like a head. Or like, you know, the top of their head and then their face, but then behind their head, like their neck area, it's it's very robotic. So you can tell what's what's human and what's not. But if you just glanced at, you know, a, a, a picture of people in the crowd at the stadium there in Los Angeles, you, you might easily overlook these figures because they're very realistic. There's also a video and I, I'm, I'm, I think it's 99 percent real. I'm 99 percent sure it's real because uh, it was mainstream uh mainstream video feeds from like the football game, I, I like on whatever the station was, the game aired on and they show these robots walking around down on the field before the game. And then of course they have the, the, uh, the robots on the, the big screen, the video board during the game as well. And I don't know what part of the game, I didn't watch the game, but they put them up on the big board. And they also, you know, Hollywood did something similar. I don't know if you, I don't know if you remember this, but remember that movie Smile, which I did not see because I thought I, I don't I don't want you know to to die in seventy two hours. Uh, Smile was promoted by Paramount at multiple MLB stadiums last year with a person creepily smiling behind home plate. So. You know, on the surface, this is just, it's kind of clever advertising. And I'm sure that the MLB and the NFL get some kind of kickback from this. I'm sure they get, they get something. The studio probably pays them directly. And then the studio obviously makes a lot of, a lot of additional money from basically what it, what amounts to just, you know, widespread mass advertising. They don't have to really target their audience. It's just, you know, it's nationally televised. It's a, it's a big thing that they can probably make a lot of money, get more people to go see these movies, whether it's smile or in this case, it's promotion for the new movie, the creator, which we've talked about before. It's very, very, it has a very similar feel to the Terminator because a turn, you know, the Terminator took place the original one in Los Angeles. And this movie has a, a nuclear warhead blowing up in Los Angeles. And there's more to it than that. But the point is they use these robots 
in the crowd and on the field before the game to promote this movie. And I believe it's a it's a Disney uh, uh, film, by the way, which is which also owns Star Wars. And I think it's the same director. Maybe it's the same producer that did Rogue One is doing the creator, which I'm actually I'm, I'm actually excited. I, I'd like to see the movie. So when I talk about this, I'm promoting the movie, right? So I, I can't you, know, you can't get around that. I'm obviously promoting the movie. But like, again, my point is you just look at these things and, and you wouldn't if you didn't really look close enough or somebody didn't point it out, you wouldn't even know. You'd have no idea. And there's and there's more to it than that. As a matter of fact, Warner Music has created or supposedly signed a record deal with an AI musician, which once again, if you heard this AI musician sing, although it's not singing, it's all done on a computer, you probably wouldn't know if it were real or if it were fake. Now, we know those alien bodies down in Mexico. (laughs) I don't know if you saw that. We know those are pretty fake because the guy that unveiled them at the UFO Congress in Mexico also has a lot of other hoaxes and frauds to his name. Uh, the UFO grift continues in Mexico as, as it's, it's, it's spreading around the world. The hub of it, it's in the United States. So this guy, I, I think those are fake aliens, but like you can't, you don't even know if for most, most people, they don't know if those are fake or those are real. And they, they're, they're pretty obviously it's looks fake to me. But, you know, you get AI music, you get people sitting or not people, robots sitting in a in a football stadium. It's really hard to tell. And then with all these CG images all over the Internet of just everything and anything, it's even more difficult to tell. You can't tell what's real. You don't know who's real. It's like Invasion of the Body Snatchers. It's it's actually really disturbing. It's like we're living in some kind of science fiction nightmare. We're going to go into greater detail about this tonight. Really, the, the, the soul and the spirit is, I think, the root, uh, the root center of tonight's broadcast and addressing the, the moral and ethical issues, but also the, the spiritual issues around these subjects. I'm Ryan Gable. This is The Secret Teachings. More after this. Don't go anywhere. You could listen to this. And again, you know, people say David has no evidence. David has no evidence. I hate this channel. Or you could listen to The Secret Teachings with myself, Ryan Gable, five nights a week on Ground Zero Radio. Join us to explore the outer limits of history, symbolism, parapolitics, and more. We'll explore a little bit of everything, but don't take my word for it. I'm kind of like you. I'm a last of a dying breed, a generalist. That's The Secret Teachings, five nights a week on Ground Zero Radio. If you enjoy The Secret Teachings and want to hold years of Ryan's research in your hands, visit the website and grab a physical and digital copy of Ryan's books. Occult Arcana will introduce you to sacred myths, folklore, magic, and alchemy. The technological elixir will take you from transhumanism and AI to black goo and UFOs. Food philosophy will change your mind about what we call food, germ theory, and geoengineering. And remember, shipping is always included. Some restrictions exist for international. Visit thesecretteachings.info. Hi, it's David Childress from Ancient Aliens, and you're listening to The Secret Teachings. There are four ways to listen and support The Secret Teachings, Monday through Friday on GroundZero.radio 
or in the free archive at thesecretteachings.info. You can also resubscribe at thesecretteachings.info, where you can get ad-free access to the archive, montages, and Ryan's digital books, and by signing up at aftermath.media, where you can also get Clyde Lewis's Ground Zero. For those of you with a few seconds to spare, please don't forget to leave the show a review or comment on podcast players like Apple. Broadcasting from somewhere between the normal and abnormal. A collection of question marks. No reason, no explanation. Just a prolonged nightmare in which fear, loneliness, and the unexplainable walk hand in hand through the shadows. It's The Secret Teachings on Ground Zero Radio. So we see these Israeli scientists able to create an embryo without sperm, without an egg, without a womb. And they supposedly had to destroy this embryo after 14 days because it develops a nervous system. It's a whole other issue there when it comes to subjects like abortion. Not the point of tonight's show, but a whole other issue there that should be obvious. In 2019, just about four years ago, another report came out of Time magazine about scientists using stem cells to create new eggs for a woman. They say they could even use skin cells to create eggs for a woman so she can have viable eggs long past her normal childbearing years. We know that all throughout culture, from major universities to school districts to pop culture, etc., that words like and concepts like mom and dad are considered offensive, outdated. The idea of basic male or female biology, identification, characteristics, traits, etc., are likewise considered offensive, outdated, and not only offensive and outdated, but because we reduce virtually everything to less than 1% of the entire global population. It's actually less than half a percent of the global population, I think. It's like it's like 0.7%. So it's like a little over half, a little under 1%. Uh, it's considered transphobic to have biological classifications. Trust the science. Biology is transphobic. And what happens just philosophically, not even, not, not even theoretically, hypothetically, theologically, spiritually, just not spiritually, just what happens philosophically when you don't have a man and woman who come together to create an offspring and a child is developed in a laboratory, literally just a lab-grown embryo and if that were to fully develop into a a person what would that person look like you know how how would that person come about 
like would that person if if you had 50 of these embryos and you grew them all i guess depending on where you got the material from would they all look the same where where do they get their character traits from does it become environmental does it become the the like the intention is it based on you know the the source of the material i would assume probably but what do they look like do they just look like drones like that's that's my theory california women Seriously, I think California women, you know, the blonde women that look perfect, like so perfect, they're not even attractive kind of women that have the bedazzled phones and don't have any sense of responsibility. I think those women are the embryos that have come to term, <laughs> really. They all look the same. They all sound the same. I think I think they're 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 I, if they're not androids, I think they're they're just like clones. There's there's nothing there. But you know, my sarcastic dry sense of humor aside, if you don't have an orgasm, that is to say the spark of new life, and there is no sex as Aldous Huxley and as George Orwell wrote about, Orwell said that they would eliminate the orgasm, then where does that leave us? That leaves us with literally just the creation of husks, the creation of shells. There's nothing in the shell. But it is a synthetic, biological structure. This is what actually kind of creeps me out. It's a synthetic, biological structure. And that synthetic, biological structure is empty. And that empty, synthetic, biological structure, because, you know, like the Jurassic Park, idea of life finds a way well i think spirit also finds a way and sometimes it's not the spirit you want and there is a difference between spirits and souls and creatures or monsters and things that have never been in a physical body that's how we've always broken down the hierarchy of of demons and angels and monsters and things like that and of course Traditionally and psychologically speaking, demons are just in your own head. It's just different states of of awareness or lack of awareness or anger or love. You know, those are demons and spirits. It's all in your head, really. But the idea of a synthetic biological structure that's empty provides the perfect vessel for something. I don't know what it is. I don't know how to classify it. But for something to inhabit And when you consider the fact that you look around now and you see people with, I mean, virtually everybody I, you know, I see in public either has, if they don't have their phone in front of their face, they've got a smartwatch or they have those Bluetooth, um, I forget what they're called. They're like, you you put it around your neck and it like, it's like a Bluetooth thing. You can only hear it. It broadcasts the signal like around your ears or something. I don't know what that's called. But you see people like that. You see people with the Bluetooth headphones. Like everywhere you go, you see people that are connected but disconnected from the wires. And I I think like these people are already half cyborg. You know, whether you're at a gym or you're at a grocery store. But then you combine that with a synthetic biological structure. And then you connect that synthetic biological structure to the Internet of Things. And you start to get into that area of like, well, maybe what's happening, what's what's being constructed or what's being built here 
is not a better technologically advanced world, but perhaps it's the creation of this synthetic, what amounts to synthetic life with no spark of life that ends up just becoming this empty vessel that can be inhabited by another form of consciousness. And now that we're seeing more and more of this become more and more reality, it makes me, first of all, it makes me remember and recall these interviews I've done with, I mean, I've done a lot of interviews with different people, but we were talking to Harold Kaltz from Germany about all this. And he was saying like six, seven years ago, he said that he said he feels that's the goal. It's to create not only a physical like infrastructure, but it's to create human vessels for some form of uh, artificial, maybe synthetic, maybe not synthetic, who knows, uh, consciousness. And that seems to be where we're going. That seems to be where we're at, actually. Synthetic biological structures, no mom, no dad, no soul, no spirit, no structure uh, of, of, of what essentially makes us human. Just an empty shell, an empty vessel. And then spirit finds a way, something finds a way, and they become inhabited by artificial synthetic, or maybe, maybe they're you know, organic in some sense, who knows, consciousness. And then that you know, adds to the, uh, the infrastructure that's been built of the Internet of Things, and you end up with a, 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 a totally a totally new science fiction story. It's not something that, you know, the, the AI takes over machines and missiles and robots. It's not something exactly like, you know, Invasion of the Body Snatchers where aliens take over the bodies. It's growing. You're like you're growing these vessels, and you've created the infrastructure connected to those vessels. And then you just open the gateway and you let those those otherworldly things, for lack of a better term, flood into those bodies and into that infrastructure. And then you can slowly, like Invasion of the Body Snatchers, slowly eliminate the host uh, race, the human race, of, of that particular planet. I mean, talk about science fiction. That seems, I mean, if I had to take a guess... And I know it seems pretty far out there. I would uh, that would be my guess. That's what's happening. That's the point of of all of this. And it's also the idea, you know, people have claimed to, or in some cases have been put on trial for this, or in some cases just burned alive for it. People have tried to make deals with demons or otherworldly creatures or monsters or gods for for all of human history, from Urbane Grangier to modern day, you know, devil worshipers. And perhaps what is happening is people have made a deal and they've given their vessel, their body over to these things. And they've used that body to develop these technologies. And it's, it's, it's assisting in the development of not only synthetic biological structures, but also the infrastructure and uh, the total wholesale replacement of, of mankind, where it's not, you don't need genocide, you don't need to kill people. You see, to slowly let the race die out by convincing them that moms and dads are bad, families are bad. I mean, this is, a, this is all Marxism as well. Uh, moms and dads are bad, families are bad, there's no male or female biology. I mean, this is like, ver- this is very alien. 
Marxism is, I mean, it is, it is very otherworldly. Marxist ideology is. But this whole thing is very alien. I mean, you think about it. There's no mom, there's no dad, there's no male, there's no female, there's no biology. Biology is inherently transphobic and wrong. There's, there's no point to life. Everything is, is harsh because that's how God made it. So God made mistakes, even though the harshness of life is not a mistake. It's an intentional design because we don't have the harshness of life. How, how do you grow and become you know, more attuned to spirit? You, you don't. You lose your spirit and you succumb to the, to the, uh, the corporeal. You, you succumb to the physical. But no orgasm, no sex, no spark. I mean, this is, this is very disturbing, just the notion. And- lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully, it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. The idea of what is a potentiality a possibility here and it's not just of course genetic engineering and sperm and eggs and embryos without moms and dads and things like that it's also just the idea as we've discussed before and i think tim burton was in the news yesterday for talking about this too Uh, this is really the stripping away and this isn't a theological thing it's not a spiritual thing uh, like a religiously spiritual thing to me, it just feels like a common sense thing. You know, the, the essence and, and the soul of the human is in artistic expression. I mean, that could be radio, that could be drawing, that could be painting, that could be making music, that could be singing and dancing. It could be a wide variety, a wide range of things. That's the soul of the human race. That's proof of, call it divinity, if you'd like. If you don't like that word, choose another word. But that's proof of something. Call it whatever you will. And there's a lot of uh, anger and frustration and a lot of pushback against AI-generated artwork in art communities because they feel like it's just the theft of what humans have created 
it's not the AI isn't creating anything. It's just taking what humans have created and then duplicating it or altering it. It's just using it as a baseline to create, quote unquote, create its own art. It's not really creation, though. It's distortion. And I've pointed this out before. I'm not sure what you think of uh, archons. But just using that as a concept, I, I don't call it artificial intelligence anymore. I call it archonic intelligence. It does not create. It is archonic. It can distort. And you see evidence of that in the art world. You see evidence of that, I mean, with the writer's strike and the ability for AI to basically create whole movies and there to be basically no human involvement whatsoever. You know, Hollywood is is kind of in a panic about that. And Tim Burton, I don't particularly like Tim Burton's work. I'm not a big fan of Tim Burton's stuff, but Tim Burton says that it is, and I and I, you know, agree with what he said here. He says it's like a robot taking your humanity. It's like a robot taking your soul. And that's exactly what it is. Because your soul is the is the the generator for that kind of creativity, art, writing, I mean, any kind of art, writing, creation, doing something that is, that is creative. That's all the soul. That's all the spirit. And if you don't, if you don't respect that and we let, whether it's machines or other people take what we create and profit from it, then we lose our soul. We lose our sense of self. And this isn't some doomsday apocalyptic, thing this is happening in real time i mean and and it's not just that that's that's not just the moral ethical issue it's also the issue of disinformation misinformation i mean i my timeline on facebook is filled with people who actually believe that these fake ridiculous computer generated images of aliens are real they're not real they're they're ai or they're just they're cg they're not real it's something that a computer made or somebody made on a computer. People believe it because they want to believe. And you can have your conspiracy theories and you can have your echo chamber tailor fitted for you. That's the thing. We think, oh, it's just going to be like AI girlfriends, AI boyfriends, the little holographic girlfriends and boyfriends, you know, talk to your AI girlfriend on this app. No, it's not just that. You can have conspiracy theories, whatever echo chamber you live in, you can have it tailor-made for you. That's what the algorithm does anyway. It tailor-makes a false reality for you. All you have to do is feed it what you want to see and hear, and it'll pump it out to you. The question of what's real becomes really, really, really difficult to answer really, really quick. We have no idea. We have no idea what's real, whether it's in our own heads or whether it's on a computer or whether it's somewhere in between. And that's a very dangerous, dangerous thing because when you can't, you can't even kind of like feel what's real. You, you just don't, you, you start to question it. It's like when you get too close to a TV screen and you start to see the pixels. And that nice TV that you had, you get close enough, or a computer screen, you realize, I guess depending on how high def it is, you start to realize, oh, this isn't like a full picture. These are just little pieces that come together and creates the image. 
which according to theoretical physics, that's all that atoms are. It's just vibration and empty space, and you get close enough, and it's basically like looking at pixels. It's not real. It's like a computer. It's like a program. So this is where we're at. As Tim Burton said, like a robot taking your humanity to like taking your soul. That is what it is. Not from some science fiction point of view, not from some, you know, doomsday point of view. It's, but it is literally that because art, I mean, it could be music, it could be drawing, it could be writing, it could be anything, whatever you express yourself as, that's art. And that's the soul. And if you allow that to be taken, if we allow that to be taken and to be distorted by arconic intelligence and completely give up our ability or our willingness to engage with that ability to create things like, you know, new forms of art, whatever that is, then we have lost our soul. In the same way that when you have this idea of creating life without any parents. Like, what does it look like? What, what, what are the genetic characteristics? Are, is it all genetically engineered? Is it all programmed? I can't imagine humans can do that. Maybe a computer can, but humans can't do that. We, we, don't, even, we don't even have an answer to obesity collectively when the answer is it's what's in our food. And it's stress, and it's the environment. Really simple solutions. But scientists still can't figure out what causes obesity. Oh, it just keeps getting worse and worse and worse. So how, if that's the case, can we create new life? Seriously, how can you create new life? The complexities of something simple in nature are beyond human comprehension. How are you going to try to figure out the complexities of one of the most complex things in existence? How do you figure out the complexities of the human brain or the human nervous system or the endocrine system or any part of the system? How can you explain you know, emotions and the soul and the spirit? You can't explain. Nobody can explain any of that stuff. I don't care how many degrees they have or how many how many uh, 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 jobs they've had working for prestigious institutions Nobody on planet Earth can adequately explain any of that in any kind of comprehensive, complex detail because nobody knows. So you can't create a new life and have it with have it have it have all these complexities without because it'll just be a shell. It'll just be a husk because it, you're stripping the soul away. And as I've said many, many times on this show, the way that transhumanists, that's why I call it transgenderism. It's not just, you know, the origin of the word trans, transition, etc. It's transhumanism is, or vice versa, transgenderism is transhumanism. There's no parents. There's no, you know, point or meaning or measure or anything to life. These are atheist, anarchist, satanic transhumanist scientists. And whether it's the use of Marxism or it's the use of nihilism or cynicism, they've convinced a whole generation that life has no meaning, that the soul and the spirit are irrelevant, that there's no such thing as biology, but also trust the science. I mean, this is, uh, these are mad scientists. 
These are crazy, delusional, dangerous people. And we're, we've been convinced collectively that all, all of it's just, it's just great. It's just science. Just science. A lot, a lot of things are just science. You know, bombs are science. Are bombs good? You know, it's like it's just all based on that polarity and that, and that, that dogma again. All based on that uh, dichotomy. But here's the point. Again, conspiracy theories, echo chambers, whatever you want to believe, pumped into the system. The algorithm feeds you what you want to hear. The arconic intelligence does, as Tim Burton said, it does. It strips the soul because the soul is what's responsible for artistic creation. And I might not be a big fan of Tim Burton's work. I just, it's not, doesn't appeal to me. But I mean, the guy's a, a brilliant artist. And if you take away. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey, the orgasm in the same way. You take away sex, there's no spark. I mean, you're, you're creating something that doesn't, doesn't have life in the same way that we define life. So we'd have to redefine life, which is a very, very dangerous thing when you have people that are motivated to change the definitions of everything. You would change the definition of life. What do you get? You get the, the definition of life that includes things that are synthetic, that can be patented, that can be controlled, that can be programmed more easily than humans. That could potentially, or there's a high probability even perhaps, uh, replace humans. Is creating these lifeless, soulless, spiritless creatures. I mean, that is, I mean, that's what black magicians have attempted to do. That's what evil geniuses, mad scientists have attempted to do. It's way beyond Frankenstein's monster. You know, you know, it's because Frankenstein's monster wants love, right? It wants love, needs a companion, needs love. It's a very human story, actually. The idea that you can create something that has no no deep human feelings. Like, it's just, it it might as well be a machine. And these, these husks, these things that they can potentially create with the expanded growth of one of these embryos, no sperm, no egg, no uterus, no womb, no nothing could theoretically be inhabited by an artificial, synthetic, or perhaps even an organic form of consciousness. And you tack on the infrastructure that's been built, the IoT where everything's connected, and you get a full-scale, <laughs> I'm not saying literal, it's literal, but you, you get a full-scale alien invasion. And there, there aren't bombs and lasers and spaceships, and it's all done dimensionally. It's all done psychologically. It's all done internally. I mean, that theoretically, let's say, that would have to be the most sophisticated 
way that a, that another race or another species would inhabit and take control of a planet. Like it very much like the invasion of the body snatchers. One, one, one of my favorite classic movies, except this is even more sophisticated, far more sophisticated. At the very least it makes for a, a horrifying science fiction story, but that's where we are. When we come back from break, I'm going to talk to you about the new soda that has been created by AI, the new Warner Music AI pop star, which it would be one thing if it were just a uh, an AI computer-generated pop star, but the fact that this pop star is 12 years old, or it looks 12 years old, and is hypersexualized, I don't know, you know, like Britney Spears was, is quite disturbing, to say the least. And then, of course, um, I don't know if you saw this story, but Lockheed Martin and the University of Iowa just successfully demonstrated an autonomous simulated air-to-ground mission using AI with autonomous uncrewed aerial systems. Talk about Skynet, huh? Anyway, I'm Ryan Gable. This is The Secret Teachings. There's a lot more after this. Please go to thesecretteachings.info. Grab a copy of one of my books, like The Technological Elixir, which I covered a lot of this stuff in when I first wrote it back in like 2016, 2017. Should add a couple little updates to it, as a matter of fact. Uh, that's on the website, thesecretteachings.info. Free archive is there as well. We get paid more when you listen on Spreaker, by the way. So if you have the ability to change over to Spreaker. We get paid a little bit more if you're listening to the free archive. Otherwise, thank you for becoming a subscriber if you are. And on Aftermath.media, that's where you can subscribe if you haven't already. It's more of the secret teachings after this. Don't go anywhere. You are tuned into The Secret Teachings Radio. You can listen to new episodes Monday through Friday on GroundZero.radio for an exploration into parapolitics, the occult, pop conspiracy, history, symbolism, and so much more. If you missed the live show, check out our free archive at thesecretteachings.info or use the RSS feed on the site to plug into your podcast and radio apps. This is one of the best discussions I've been on in a long time. You guys are right on it. Howdy, this is Joe Mars, and you're listening to The Secret Teachings. If you want more of The Secret Teachings Radio, check out one of Ryan's five books, Liberty Shrugged, an unconventional look at American history, Garden of Hallucinations, an overview of ancient mystery traditions, symbols, and sacred religious texts. Occult Arcana, a massive compendium of all things occult. The Technological Elixir, a look at everything from AI and the occult music industry to UFOs and COVID-19. And the fifth book, Food Philosophy. All five books are available only at thesecretteachings.info. For alternative forms of payment, please contact Ryan at rdgable at yahoo.com.
This is David Icke, and you are listening to The Secret Teachings with Ryan Gable. President Business is going to end the world? But he's such a good guy. And Octan, they make good stuff. Music, dairy products, coffee, TV shows, surveillance systems, all history books, voting machines. Wait a minute. I am a universe. All things encompassing. All life embracing. Beast of judgment. The dark at the end of everything. The Secret Teachings radio show is on Facebook and Twitter. Just search facebook.com forward slash the secret teachings to like us and TST underscore underscore radio to tweet with us. Think about your hero. When you're at ground zero And crawl up to the fall up back to me Attention, you are tuned into restricted airspace. Tune out immediately. This is the frequency of the secret teachings on Ground Zero Radio. listening to the secret teachings radio i'm your host ryan gable hour number two tonight if you'd like to reach out to the show you can email rdgable at yahoo.com i want to thank those of you who did that last night and got the information i forwarded it over to you and if you didn't get it yet email me again but i forwarded the information over about the whooping cough not just the vaccine, but also the more so the history of whooping cough and how statistics are manipulated and data is distorted. And the vaccine for whooping cough came out in 1914, and it took 30-plus years for the CDC to say, oh, uh, yeah, we, we think in 1948 um, the vaccine started to have an effect, so the vaccine works, yeah, after 30-something years. It makes a lot of sense. It's all a lie. And then the the cases went back up in the early 2000s. Why? Well, they changed their reporting data. That's it's all a fraud. But you know what also is a fraud? The way that a lot of alternative media takes stories about, let's say, artificial intelligence and then just treats it as if it's some kind of very real, very Hollywood thing happening right now. I mean, if you could go back and cut together the radio shows, the documentaries, the videos on YouTube and Rumble and Rockfin and everywhere else, you could just cut all that together over the last 10 years, five years, the last month of people making statements like, it's all over, we're all going to die, it's all over, you, you, you just you got to get prepared now, it's all over. And I'm, not, I'm not saying don't be prepared for disasters, I'm saying... This, this idea that the world's always about to end. AI's taken over. You know how long I've heard? I've heard that for 13 years I've been in this profession. Things do happen and progress. 
but it's never to the extent or in the way that we, we, we say that it is. And a lot of that's because I think we're influenced highly by movies and TV shows, which are really exaggerations and dramatizations of very real things or very real possibilities. So realistically, looking at the issue that we're looking at tonight, I don't think it's the end of the world, but it's also very dangerous and people have a lot of moral issues with it. You're just joining us. We'll get to the point in a second. But it also goes beyond those moral issues. And it, it actually goes so far beyond the moral issues, it goes back into the realm of science fiction. And what I mean by that is Israeli scientists have created an embryo without sperm, an egg, or a womb. Similar stories can be found over vast spans of time. I mean, just over the last couple of years, you see many stories like this. In 2019, there was a story in Time Magazine about stem cells and skin cells taken from women to create new eggs. In pop culture, in entertainment, in school, in media, you hear about things like mom, dad. They're bad and offensive. They're outdated. Don't use those words. Now we think male and female, masculine and feminine. There's no such thing. They're offensive. They're outdated. They're transphobic, folks. Biology's transphobic. From a cultural, societal, entertainment, media, pop culture angle to science and medicine to psychology I mean, every aspect, every sector of our society is being influenced by this same ideology and it manifests itself in different ways. For a lot of people, it's all about how I feel. It's my gender, my sex. But for the scientists who are working on this type of technology, it's not about gender or sex. It's about eliminating all that so they can recreate creation in their own image. So what happens when you get rid of sexual procreation? You get a brave new world. You get no orgasm. You get no sex, you get no love, you get no any of that. Yeah, I mean, you already see what a culture of random sex, one parent in the household, broken families gets you. And kids can still come out of that and be, be good human beings. At least they still have a soul in most cases. If you get rid of all that, what's left? It's a synthetic biological structure. And furthermore... If you go further, I mean, really, furthermore, if you go further and, and you just grow an embryo in a, in, a, in a lab, I mean, is it all genetically modified? How, I mean, how can you, the complexities of the human are so beyond measure, you can't comprehend it. How can you modify all that in a lab? It would be kind of like Jurassic Park, right? You can't, so you start splicing together other things to match the DNA because you only have certain certain information so you're you need you know 30% more information you just start taking things from other from other animals from other creatures that was the warning of michael crichton in jurassic park from the from the beginning that was you know true throughout all the, the you know for the two books he wrote and then through all the movies and that's what we're dealing with here 
But it go, but again, it goes beyond that because if you create a synthetic biological structure, there's no love, there's no orgasm, there's no spark, of, which is a spark of life. There's none of that. So you just get this empty thing. And just like life finds a way, spirits find a way to inhabit that structure. And then you combine that with the infrastructure that's been built, the Internet of Things, and you get this cold, dark, metal, plastic infrastructure of the Internet of Things, and you get this biological, synthetic husk. And they just seem to go together so well. It just seems like all of that is preparation for the coming of something for the 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 inhabiting like it's being prepared for something to inhabit the inhabiting of these structures both biological and synthetic you know metal machines and computers and smart devices and then also what look like human bodies that really don't have any soul or spirit and this is what arconic intelligence does it strips the soul out it's like tim burton was saying that it just it, it it's basically taking your humanity he said it's taking your soul when you talk about ai using art because it's not creating it's just distorting what humans have already created and that's not like terminator ai that's just algorithmic ai which also is able to give you the conspiracy theories, the echo chamber, the politics, whatever you want to believe, whatever you want to hear, you can live in that echo chamber online. Whether it's an app or a social media website or whatever, you can live in that echo chamber. You're going to get fed all the things you want to get fed. This endless feedback loop of what you want to believe. And it's delusional. And you're disconnected from, from the soul in the same way that those bodies are that are grown in a lab. I mean, this is why, and I don't, I don't think they know why, but I, this is why I think at a, at a fundamental level, Christians and others, and I mean, I know a lot of people still hate Islam because of 20 years of propaganda, but Islam is not terrorism in Europe. Islam is not, you know, cutting the genitals off of little girls. Okay, Islam is not those things. Is I, you might disagree. I mean, yeah, there are people that do those things in the name of Islam, but there is there are Muslims that have the same values Christians have. In fact, Islam essentially at its core, if you read the Quran, it's it's basically the same thing as the Bible. And you could pick things out of the Quran that are different, and things out of the Bible that are. That's not what I'm saying, but what I, my point is, like fundamentally, they believe people those people, two groups believe the same thing. In fact, Muslims and Christians have more in common than Jews and Christians. That's a whole other subject. My point is that I think a lot of Muslims would agree. It's not just Christians. And a lot of other probably faiths and religions would agree too. And the reason that Christians call this satanic is because you're taking creation and you're inverting it. You're taking things that have already been created like art and you're distorting it and mimicking it and mocking it. And the art is created by the soul and the spirit. So you're mocking the soul, you're mocking the spirit, you're creating something that's already been created, which means you're not creating, you're distorting it, you're altering it. And it's not like a human altering something that another human has created, it's a machine that is altering something humans have created, and, take, and then we, we give the machine credit for creating it, even though it didn't create anything. We just think it's all, it's just all big, it's all big game, it's fun. Speaking of games, 
AI robots were spotted at the SoFi Stadium during the Chargers Week 1 game against the Miami Dolphins. Disney, 20th Century Studios, for their new movie, The Creator, and here I am, an idiot, promoting it, brought these AI robots. I mean, it's not AI like you're thinking, probably, but it's AI robots they brought to the game. They walked around on the field a little bit, and they set them down in the stands. One had a Chargers jersey on. And people are just taking pictures and doing exactly what Disney wants them to do. Send them on social media. Oh my God, look, I sit next to an AI robot. Just promoting the movie. Free publicity. And I'm, I'm excited to see this movie, honestly. But like, if I saw that, I, I would have... Seriously, if I was sitting next to an AI robot at that game, I'd have went to the box office and been like, I want my money back. I want you to change my seat. I'm not sitting next to a, to, to a robot. Unacceptable. But you know, most people don't think that. They're like, oh, it's so fun. Look, I take my picture with it. So naive. Not that they're, I'm not saying the robot's going to kill people. I'm not, I'm not scared of that. I just don't like how it's crammed down my throat as entertainment. When it's, it's not just entertainment. That's how, they, that's how they acquiesce you to it. That's how they, they coerce you into thinking, oh, it's just fun and games. You, know, you realize the same thing is done with, this, with these kinds of AI robots and these movies and entertainment. It's all just fun and games. The same thing is done with, you know, like the, the whole transgender issue. It starts with a little bit of acceptance, and then after you get a little bit of acceptance, other groups come in and hijack the acceptance and turn it into a full-scale cultural revolution. Oh, it's all fun and games. Just all fun. Here's something fun for you. Warner Music. Warner Music has signed an artificial intelligence-generated pop star named Noon Uri. who looks like a 12-year-old girl who has, I mean, in my estimate, uh, been ultra-sexualized, even though it's not real. Just, it's just a CG thing. The record label made history by signing the first AI musician this past week, September two weeks ago, September 1st, accompanied by a nearly three-minute music video of the blue-haired Nunori prancing in a bikini from Kim Kardashian's Skims collection. Great. So a 12-year-old girl, who's not a real girl, but they've sexualized even a CG girl, 12 years old, who can then sell Kim Kardashian's underwear, and then you don't actually have to pay her anything. You don't have to pay a model. She is a virtual influencer that has been around since 2018, created by the 43-year-old German graphic designer Jörg Zuber, who originally conceived Nunori as a 19-year-old metaverse avatar. I'm not saying there's anything creepy about a 43-year-old man creating a 19-year-old girl who looks like she's 12 and turning her into a sex symbol. But I am saying that that's weird. And that's, I mean, you have to imagine, really. It's like, a, that's a David Childress line. 
you really have to imagine. You have to think about. You know, you have to think about it. You really got to imagine that people. I mean, a forty-three-year-old man who creates like a twelve-year-old sex symbol. Like, what do you think that is? That's that's borderline proof of of some kind of weird sexual attraction to kids. But to this icon, this symbol, whatever it is, this thing, it's all on a computer, has been used for campaigns and advertisements and, like, literally, this girl, who isn't a real girl, has started campaigns for fashion houses, Dwar, Balenciaga, ah, Valentino, has appeared in pages of L, Vogue, and Harper's Bazaar. After signing with a modeling agency. Okay, so a CG creation of some weird guy in Germany named Jorg has a deal with a modeling agency. That is just weird. And has signed onto Warner Music. Now, I mean, this all has to be a PR stunt. Like, what is, does Jorg Zuber get something out of it? Does he get some kind of kickback or something? I mean, uh, what is happening here? Why do people think this is fun? Why do people think this is just a big game? This is not fun. This is not a big game. The artists will get royalties from the song, but social media users were outraged by the video, which has 75,000 views since its release. One commentator wrote, if they're going for petite adult female for the design, they failed miserably. If they were going for, I want to make a 12-year-old look sexy, They said, I want the police to inspect their hard drives. Yeah, whoever wrote that, yeah, exactly. Because that's what this is. I mean, look, you can get online and create an AI girlfriend who looks like a real person. If you're using that to create, you know, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12-year-olds who, you know, who are in a bikini, I mean, there's something absolutely messed up with you. It is the sexualizing of children, to say the least. I'm a, I'm a big Sonny in Philadelphia fan, so I just, I couldn't help but think um, <laughs> that episode, the, the gang solves the, the uh, North Korean situation with the micro brews at that Korean bar and that little, that girl, she's not, like little, she looks like an adult, but she's only like, she's 12 years old. She follows Charlie home. <laughs> and the woman that runs the Korean restaurant, the girl's mom is Danny DeVito comes out, comes over and he's trying to figure out, you know, the secret microbrew recipe. And, you know, he knows the girl's been hanging out with Charlie and he thinks she's older. And the girl's like, no, Sung Lee, only 12 years old. She had 12 year old girl. Danny DeVito's like, holy shit. <laughs> I'm a, I'm a huge fan of Sunny. It always comes out on the show. But that that's what this reminded me of. Like she's only she only 12 years old. But she's supposed to she's supposed to be an adult. It's like now they're just telling you like, yeah, she's 12 years old. 
You're supposed to be an adult. I mean, you know how many young girls are involved in prostitution and human trafficking? They look like they're 18, 19, 20, and they're actually like 13. I think that I forget the guy's name in that movie, The Sound of Freedom, the guy that was helping. I don't know the character names, but the guy that was helping them uh, find those kids. He's talking about how he had sex with the prostitute and he realized the girl was like, you know, a young, young teenager. This is this is just so bizarre. It's so weird. And, and then it's not only that, but now you have Coca-Cola, you know, Coca-Cola has a new zero sugar flavor created by A.I., yeah, it's called Coke Y3000, created by a human and artificial intelligence. Combining global fan inputs and AI insights, Coca-Cola generated the taste by weighing in on how fans envision the future through emotions, aspirations, colors, flavors, and more. For a limited time, Coca-Cola Y3000, I just ask why, will be sold in the U.S., Canada, China, Europe, and Africa. The marketing campaign for this is what a Coke from the future might taste like. Uh, still poison. In addition to the drink, according to People Magazine, fans could access the Coca-Cola Creations Hub through a QR code. Great, more scanning. Which allows consumers to imagine the future with the Y3000 AI cam. I wonder how that works. Probably you scan your surroundings so Coca-Cola can see them like Pokemon Go. And then Coca-Cola gets access to all that and it goes into the giant globalist database that's being run by extraterrestrials. I'm guessing that's how it works. So basically, you don't even have to play. It's not even like Pokemon where millions of people want to play this game. And I have I have a soft spot for Pokemon. I, I still have my old uh, Charizard Red copy. I, I'm still a, I'm still a fan of Pokemon. If I had time, I'd play it. Maybe I should play it to kind of disconnect from other stuff. But I'm a, I'm a fan of Pokemon. I did not play Pokemon Go because I remember I was living in Boise when that came out, and people out in the street, people walking out in the streets, walking off cliffs. I love the guy that was wanted by the police who was playing Pokemon Go, and he walked into a police station because there was like a Pokemon in there he wanted to catch, and he got arrested. <laughs> but I remember in Boise, people were all over the place, all over the parks, all over the street, playing Pokemon Go. Oh, you like Pokemon, though, Ryan. Why don't you want to play it? I don't know. Let me think for a second. Hmm. I'm going to take the camera tape off my phone, and I'm going to take a picture of everything in my house, and I'm going to send it to some company. Are, are you are you mentally retarded? Now, now you can do the same with Coke. Oh, scan your home. Scan everywhere you walk. Video where you go during the day. And then Coca-Cola gets that. And what you get in exchange is some really terrible, I see a picture of it here, some really, really terrible, awful, computer-generated, what the future looks like. Look, the Jetsons is more accurate than this, okay? The Jetsons is more accurate. You want to know what the future looks like? Go watch the Jetsons. It's much more accurate than Coca-Cola's BS, CG-generated, it's not even virtual, it's augmented reality. It's awful. But hey, you don't know that because you're drinking Coke that has so many toxic ingredients in it that it just literally erodes your brain, nervous system, organs, esophagus, teeth, tongue, you know, everything. But you drink that and then, oh, look, while I'm drinking the Coke, look at this. This is so cool. I can take a picture of my my personal space in my home and then Coke makes it look like the future. Woo. 
what is like I'm not even mad. It's like, what is wrong with people? Jesus Christ. Last year, Coca-Cola also released a limited edition Starlight, which combined the original flavor with what the brand called a dash of the unexpected with a reddish hue. When what kind of chemical they used to do that. With original and zero sugar varieties, Starlight had a one-of-a-kind taste. I'm sure it did. Sure it did. One-of-a-kind taste, three million chemicals. Apparently the soda, this is just, that's why I hate advertisers. The soda combines notes reminiscent of stargazing around a campfire as well as a cooling sensation that evokes the feeling of a cold journey to space. Bill Hicks was right. Some, a couple of people actually emailed me recently about that. They said, what was that? I don't know if I brought it up on a show. I brought Bill Hicks up. But they said, what was that Bill Hicks quote about advertisers? It was like, if you're an advertiser, kill yourself. He's like, he's saying a joke. There's no punchline. I'm not, I'm not joking about the joke. It's not just if you're an advertiser, kill yourself. How about notes reminiscent of overdosing? Notes reminiscent of being chemically poisoned as well as a cooling sensation that evokes the feeling that you're dying because you've been poisoned by Coke. That would be a more accurate description of the Starlight flavor of Coca-Cola. I just can't, I really, seriously, I honestly can't believe that, you know, I don't know if you remember this, but remember when, like when I was in high school, so this was, what, when I was in high school, 2000, and I think I wrote 2007, 7, 8, 2008. 15 years ago, I failed, or almost failed, I don't think what the teaching me like a D or something, I almost failed a uh, writing assignment in, in English class. And look, I was not a smart kid, okay? I was failing, I was almost failing every class. I was awful at everything but history. But I almost failed a writing assignment because we had to take a current event in English and we had to do a little you know, essay on it. And I remember just, I had no idea what to do. I just ended up, I was watching TV and I saw this news report come across that said like cell phones spy on you, take the battery out. And I did my little report on that. I didn't know anything about it. The teacher didn't believe me and said, that's just like, she might've even said conspiracy theory. I don't remember, but she didn't believe me. So I, 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 you know, I made it up and I, I got credit for doing it, but I, basically almost failed because she did she didn't believe me which just ooh makes me want to put my fist through somebody's face you know what i mean and now 15 years later it's so common that it's like uh yeah of course you should cover your camera yeah of course you shouldn't give access to apps to listen to you just common knowledge now i i almost failed that assignment in school because i i did it's not like i had foresight i just repeated what a story was I heard on the news. That was, that was it. But nobody believed me. Nobody believed you when you said that. And now, 15 years later, it's just common knowledge. And not only is it common knowledge, but Coca-Cola says, hey there, we have a new flavor for you. Uh, AI created it, so it tastes better. And um, while you're drinking it, why don't you go ahead and take your phone out and video your room, send us some Blood samples, uh, social security number, some DNA, mother's maiden name. Uh, you know, get, go ahead and get a get a get a a good you know up close video of of your uh, your house so we know where you live. And but, but it's, it's not weird because we'll make we'll make all that stuff 
look like it's in the future. Ooh, isn't that cool? Ooh, it's f- so fun and cool. I mean, really, I, this is probably why I have no friends. Like, seriously, if you drink this and then go take pictures of your house like Pokemon Go, you have to be mentally retarded. That, that's the only conclusion I can come to anymore. People that do this have to be mentally retarded or they're so desperate to fit in. Maybe I'm not that desperate. You're so desperate to fit in and have friends that you just do what everybody else is doing because it's cool. Meanwhile, Coke's sitting there collecting your data. Send Coke a picture of my ass. Tell me what that looks like in the future. Anyway, Warner Music signing an AI celebrity influencer. AI robots at an NFL game. Coca-Cola. AI flavor. When we come back, I'll tell you about the Lockheed Martin Skunk Works and University of Iowa Artificial Intelligence Command Mission. We always think these things are new, but these things happen all the time. I'm Ryan Gable. This is The Secret Teachings. Gable at yahoo.com, facebook.com forward slash The Secret Teachings, TST Radio at protonmail.com. There's a lot more after this. Don't go anywhere. From para-history and the paranormal to the parapolitical and para-occult, you're listening to The Secret Teachings on Ground Zero Radio. This is The Secret Teachings. If you'd like to contact the show, email Ryan at rdgable at yahoo.com or find him on Facebook at facebook.com slash thesecretteachings. Are you ready for more of The Secret Teachings? My Secret TV! No, it's not TV. It's The Secret Teachings on Late Night Radio. Well, I got plenty of secret stuff, too. Here are the three ways to listen. Number one, live Monday through Friday on Ground Zero Radio. Number two, searching for the free archive on any podcast radio player or our website. Number three, subscribing at aftermath.media or resubscribing at thesecretteachings.info. Tune in, turn off the TV, and subscribe today. I'm ready. I'm ready. Thank you for your support. If you're interested in all things that include the occult, from witchcraft to voodoo, and from mythology to alchemy, then why not check out the book Occult Arcana? Maybe you want to look at technology, black goo, UFOs, and demonic pacts made in the entertainment industry. Check out the technological elixir. Or if that's not enough, check out Good Philosophy. All three of these books are available in softcover or PDF at www.thesecretteachings.info. That's where you can read reviews, see pictures, and even order yours today. It not only supports The Secret Teachings, but most importantly, it supports you. Hello, folks. This is Jordan Maxwell, and you're listening to The Secret Teachings. Excellent shows with your host, Ryan Gable. I hope you find it enlightening. Do all the exploring you want, all the drilling of the earth you want. You're not going to find hell. You can take spaceships. Uh, you're not going to find heaven. They're not physical places.
final segment tonight, hour number two, segment four. I'm Ryan Gable, your host. This is The Secret Teachings. I was reading this story about Lockheed Martin Skunk Works in the University of Iowa. They've successfully demonstrated what they call an artificial intelligence command mission. goes kind of like this says that in conjunction with the University of Iowa's Operator Performance Laboratory, completed an artificial intelligence, uh, or Lockheed Martin in conjunction with them, completed an artificial intelligence demonstration using two piloted L-29 aircraft acting as surrogates for uncrewed systems, performing jamming support in a simulated air-to-ground mission. The successful execution of the electronic task Uh, by AI agents shows how autonomous uncrewed aerial systems can operate in coordination with crewed tactical platforms and future combat operations, creating a powerful unified team to address complex threats. Project called Enhanced Collaborative High Frequency Orientation System, or ECHOES, was sponsored by Lockheed Martin's 21st Century Security Demonstrations and Prototypes, Echoes, they say, is a terrific example of using artificial intelligence and UAS to further enable the DoD vision of joint all-domain operations, providing new capabilities to identify targets and deliver effects. Probably bombs by effects. So they said the AI agents were trained using advanced deep multi-agent reinforcement learning techniques, incentivizing emergent collaborative tactics. I think they just choose these words because they make them sound smart. Basically, what they're doing is they're training AI to learn how to work with humans on the battlefield. They're training AI. This was the basis of this particular uh, uh, test to learn how to um, operate not only alongside of humans, but to do very specific things like in this case, uh, jamming support in a simulated air-to-ground mission. Now, you read that, you might think, well, it's the first time it's ever happened. N- not not really. I mean, they, they've been able to control uh, fighter jets with basically material in a Petri dish. None of this stuff is new. In the same way that, yes, yeah, scientists from Israel were able to create, without sperm, without an egg, without a womb, an embryo that secreted hormones and was growing. and But that kind of thing has been done before. I mean, scientists have created life that has no classification as we know life. Scientists have been able to experiment with taking skin and turning skin into an egg for a woman so she can just clone herself inside of herself. That's Time Magazine 2019. That's in my book, The Technological Elixir. So I think it's really important, personally, I think it's really important to to get some context on these kinds of things. Like, remember when iRobot came out and, you know, they had these promotional uh, posters? I, I don't know why I remember this, but I remember I was at a movie theater in St. Pete, Florida. And I don't remember what movie it was, but I came out of the movie and I just have this, like, memory for some reason. I remember seeing the the robot on the poster and it was a promotion for iRobot and it said like soon these will be in every home or something and I remember being as a kid I didn't understand it was a movie promotion I thought it was real but it was a movie promotion for iRobot and I I distinctly remember you know when that movie came out people talk about the movie and it's like oh it's so scary this is going to happen this is going to happen and I mean when did iRobot come out really iRobot came out the movie came out in 
Let's find the date of that iRobot movie. 2004. That's a long time ago. 2004. And then the original Isaac Asimov uh, novel came out. What was that like in the 50s? Which is really incredible when you think about it. That's 73 years ago. And we're just now kind of sort of maybe possibly starting to see like the physical shell of robots take form. And that is in the form of these robots at the LA Chargers game at SoFi Stadium against the Miami Dolphins, where you had these AI robots walking around the field, and then you had them in the stands, and people think it's all fun and games and take pictures with it. You know, like I, I know people think that, I just want to, as a side note, I know people think that like, maybe I put on a show here, or maybe I'm, I just exaggerate sometimes and I get angry just for whatever reason. Um, This is how I really am. I'm a lot calmer off air because I'm not projecting myself. But like if I'm not joking, if I saw these robots, I would ask for my money back. I would not take a picture with them. I don't think it's fun. I don't think it's funny. I don't think it's a game. I don't think it's a game. I'm not going to play the game. Because one, I mean, it's just cheap advertising for Disney Century Studios, 20th Century Studios, first of all. Second of all, um, I don't like where this movie goes. And I'm not so much scared of Skynet. I'm not scared of robots taking over and locking me in my home like iRobot. What I'm scared about is the way in which we dispose of the human being. That's what I'm scared of. Because we treat the human... Like it is this, so it's such an imperfect and disgusting thing. And it's not some new idea. I mean, it's really the basis of, of, of the eugenics movement. Humans are flawed. Humans have issues. Humans have problems. Let us solve those problems for you. Let us genetically engineer your perfect child if you can afford it. Let us create a super race of humans with perfect genetics who live immense lifespans and everybody else like Elysium can just die and suffocate in the filth. It's the way that we're so willing to dispose of the human, which is, yeah, the body is is in a sense disposable, but by extension, the disposal of the human, the disposal of the soul. And as I've pointed out many times, these transhumanists believe that God is imperfect and God created an imperfect being. And I always say, how is it that, I always ask, how is it that an imperfect God creates an imperfect being, but the imperfect being, who's certainly not a God by their own admittance, can then play God and create a more perfect being in his own image, but that image is flawed inherently. That's the justification they have because God's flawed. How can they create something better or more perfect? if God is also flawed, as they believe, in creation. So, I mean, that that conjures up words like evil and satanic and demonic because they're so willing to dispose of the human, uh, the human spirit and the human soul. They have no concern for what happens. It's just do it. 
And for a lot of people, like, again, these people at the, the football game, it's just a, it's just a big game. But then, you know, then again, it's like you look at this, this computer-generated fashion icon slash artificial intelligence-generated pop star noonery. And you, and you just see the comments. Like if you, you scroll through like Joe Biden's Twitter, you scroll through, you know, most comments on news sites that still have comments available to, you can make them. Or you scroll through like, you know, social media feeds where there's stuff like this about the AI pop star. Like, I don't think people in general like this stuff. And maybe it's just in America, but I feel like people are like on to these to these scams they, they they're overriding the the bots and the sock puppet accounts i mean i look at just locally just the mayor of tucson i don't think i have ever ever read a positive comment on any one of her twitter posts it's just hundreds or sometimes thousands of fu's you're a degenerate you're a liar you're a criminal you should be in jail you would think someone who has all this amazing support would have some people supporting her on social media, but she doesn't. Neither does our governor. Neither does Joe Biden. Like, people just don't support this stuff. And yet it just keeps getting pushed and pushed and pushed. And I, and I just wonder, is it, is it just money? Is it, for all intents and purposes, is it the algorithm? Like, well, what is it? Because the average person, I don't, I really don't think supports this stuff. Like you look at the comments on this AI pop star and people are like, why does it look like a 12 year old girl who's half naked? Maybe they should examine the hard drive of the guy that created her. They probably should. You know, this is creepy. And of course, by the way, the song, one of the songs is about that this uh, noonery sings the interconnectedness of the world and the impact of our actions. Oh, so she's an activist too. The song features an AI generated voice from two male music veterans. So the little girl actually is programmed with a male's voice, which is even more, I mean, I, I don't know if I have to really point it out, but a creepy 43-year-old makes a 19-year-old metaverse avatar who's supposed to also be an adult, but looks like she's 12 years old, and she's dressed in basically no clothes, so she's sexualized. She has a deal, although she's not a real person. She has a deal with top modeling agency. With a top modeling agency, she has a deal with Warner Music, but her, I mean, she just looks like a CG version of some kind of like child sex slave and then who speaks for through her voice literally to men i don't know if that's the normalizing of pedophilia i don't know if that's the normalizing of 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 um sex slavery in the music industry i don't know what it is she's just like basically a cg version of britney spears who spoke for britney spears her dad smashed into a conservatorship had the door taken off her room so they they had they had to watch her get undressed and get dressed again. They gave her a forced um, birth control implant. 
Probably, I mean, I, I can't imagine that woman has not been sold repeatedly for sex. Because they wouldn't let her choose her own boyfriend. It's like they put, they put, it, they put like a, it was an IUD in her. She can't choose her own boyfriend. So what's the IUD for? You know, it, 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 that's, that's the, that's probably the justification. It's like, well, if we, if we do this with humans, we get caught. So let's do it. You know, let's, let's push the idea culturally with a CG sexualized little girl. And then there can't be legal ramifications from that. So we can push the same agenda through this crap, but you know, it won't come out in court because it's not real. This noonery won't go testify before a judge that she's sane and her dad's controlling her and they raped her and sexualized her and drugged her. And they actually, they literally did do that. They drugged and uh, assaulted Britney Spears. And I mean, Jesus Christ, I've been saying that for 11, 12, like from the beginning of my radio career, I've been talking about what they did to Britney Spears. And it finally comes out, finally comes out just relatively recently. That's, I mean, that's my assessment. I think that's what they're doing with this little pop star. She's a model. She's a music star, but she's also, she also looks like a little girl who's been ultra hyper, super duper sexualized. And then they can push that same smut and garbage. Cause that's what Britney Spears was a little girl sexualized, like all the Disney stars. They can push that same smut, that same garbage, that same filth, But there's no like legal backlash per se because Britney Spears, you know, she could testify, but this AI thing can't testify. And it's like, well, well, AI thing is not real, Ryan. So it's, it's, she's not being hurt. Okay, but it's the influence it has on other people. You just look at the Instagram posts for this. Here's another one. Explain to me why there is a half naked CGI child here. Yeah. Because, because that's who these people are. And you just read the comments, Instagram, Twitter, etc. Everybody knows that. Nobody trusts these people. But somehow, everybody trusts these people. I don't know if it's the common person is afraid to voice their opinions and it's easier to hide behind a computer online. Or there's just maybe there's just so many husks with no soul walking around. Just you know, and and hey, you know what? Actually, you know what that might be? This CG thing, Noonery, whatever her name is. She's uh the the promo for this September first was accompanied by a three minute music video of the blue haired Noonery panic uh, prancing in a bikini from Kim Kardashian's Skims collection. She's not real, first of all, and half of Kim Kardashian isn't real, but she's promoting a real clothing brand. Honestly, folks, with the AI robots at the NFL game and the CG pop star modeling clothes, I wouldn't be surprised if there aren't husk android something. I don't know if they're robots or if they're they're human, but they're not. They don't have any parents. They're grown in a lab like what these Israeli scientists did. And they just have them walking around. All these Hollywood, uh, you know, what do they call them? Not Hollywood girls, but the, I forget the name, Valley Girls or something. All these girls, they look exactly the same. 
They have the same short shorts, the same shirts, same designer, this designer, that giant cell phones with bedazzled jewels on them. They all look the same. They sound the same. They think the same. They act the same. I've never banged one of them, so I don't know. They probably all are the same sexually. I honestly, I think they're probably robots. And if they're not robots, they're just husks. And they probably just put them out there and they, they, they model in real life clothing, phones, like keeping up with the Joneses. Is my wackadoo theory for the day. Because they're doing it with CG pop stars. They're doing it with robots that really, if you just glance at them, you wouldn't know if they were real or not. At football games. Who's to say half the people you interact with every day aren't real? Who knows? Especially when I got people that look at me when I'm driving. Or in a grocery store that like, like I'm like I'm some kind of like I've hacked into the matrix and they're looking at me like I don't belong there and they know I don't belong there. And then then an agent comes along and comes after me. It's like, I'm not delusional or schizophrenic. I I have people that literally just like they stare at me and they'll just like watch you. I mean, it's like they live. We've got one that can see seriously. Anytime I tell people that they're like, well, are you wearing something weird? I'm like, no, I'm wearing shorts and a t-shirt. You know, I guess shorts and a t-shirt, I guess that's dressing up fancy for the people that wear garbage bags out in public, but I don't know what it is. I suppose my my underlying point tonight, though, is uh, the fear is not Skynet. The fear is not robots. The fear is not the Matrix. The fear is not any of that stuff. The fear is, if there's any fear that's justified, it's how humans are so easily disposable. It's how men and women can be so easily disposed of. No male, no female, no mom, no dad, no children, no family, no this, no that. How humans can be so easily disposed of. I mean, look at how look at how disposable men are. They're disposable as dads, they're disposable as firefighters, as police officers, as soldiers, as workers. They're disposable as all those things. Men comprise almost all of military, almost all of workplace deaths, suicides, homelessness. The list goes on and on. They're totally disposable. Men are to our society. Now, women are too. Women are totally disposable. We don't need you to bear children anymore, women. Ladies, we can do that in a laboratory. And if you have enough money, then you can have your own baby designed. And you, you don't even really have to be its mother. I mean, we can, you can just adopt one of these lab-grown babies. You don't think they're doing that somewhere in a lab? You know, these Israeli scientists said they had to throw the throw the embryo out because it would develop a, a nervous system after 14 days. It's like, is that the, I'm sorry, is that the same Israel that murders Palestinian children like it's a reflex action? Is that the same Israel that was bragging about how they sent agents to videotape the World Trade Center attack? Is that the same Israel that bragged about how U.S. foreign policy as a result of 9-11 was only benefiting Israel and no other country, including the United States? Is that the same Israel that was literally bombed into existence by terrorists in the 40s? That Israel? I don't think that Israel gives a damn about human rights, laws, or anything else for that matter. Morals, ethics, anything. I don't buy it. They probably have lab-growing humans I mean I, I I mean there's all kinds of stories stories are stories and they're a dime a dozen but 
it, it would not surprise me. You know, if 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 there is a uh, you know a Westworld style thing happening somewhere, whether that's with robots or that's with these husk like humans with no parents. And that's not even like a theory. I mean, Jesus Christ, uh, Jeffrey Epstein met with Bill Gates, met with some of Microsoft's top scientists and other scientists. He had a whole compound in New Mexico. I think that was the Zorro Ranch. The U.S. people don't don't believe me. The Zorro Ranch. Just type this in. USA Today. I'll try to do it in real time here. Zorro Ranch. Might not even need to type Zorro Ranch in. How about USA Today? Epstein frozen penis and oh there it is i i saw david childress uh about six months ago and i was talking to him and i told him this and he's he's like i have not heard that and i brought up it on my brought it up on my phone and showed him three startling takeaways from the new york times report on jeffrey epstein he had a dna obsession he was pursuing eugenics and other fields of fringe science. I mean, his Zora Ranch was like an episode of the TV show Fringe. He probably had some scientists like Walter working there. Epstein planned to impregnate women at his New Mexico ranch, his New Mexico compound. According to the New York Times, he had ambitions to use his New Mexico ranch as a base where women would be inseminated with his sperm and would give birth to his babies. Super babies. Not making this up. Epstein wanted to freeze his head and penis. He brought in renowned scientists, Stephen Hawking and others. Fancy dinners, island conferences, gangbangs with 12-year-olds, I'm imagining. I'm not imagining it, but I I imagine that happened. I mean, Epstein was just basically doing what, you know, the British establishment invented. What Hitler was obsessed with, what the... With the with the Rockefellers and what the Carnegies and what all the big top families in the world are obsessed with eugenics and racial purity and DNA and 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 of course in the in the mixture of all that is you know Epstein and his fourteen year old little girls that he would touch and just give giving him a massage you know just giving him a massage I love how everybody just kind of ignores the testimony against Ghislaine Maxwell too where she's actively participating in the in the molestation and sometimes she was the one doing it brutally attacking these young girls and you just you wonder like where all those girls come from remember that uh remember that tv show uh it's black mirror but the episode uh Ashley it was like me Ashley and me me too or I forget exactly what it was it was uh Miley Cyrus and she played that character, Ashley, too. And there was this robot, little tiny robot that kids could get that was like a, it had like a, a copy and pasted version of the real Ashley's brain and mind. That is not just a Black Mirror episode. That is a real thing. There's a, there, there's a robot I don't know how widely available it is, but there's a little robot that for, it was for, for, you know, for little girls mostly, but you know, there's, they have them for, I'm sure for boys too. Uh, but it had, I, I can't recall 
Um, let me try to look this up. I think it was Jeffrey Epstein, or some group that he was working with, or something. I don't know. He was like, they, they're, these were the people that were behind. They, they were financing this little robot. And this little, and, and I, I, this was not the point of tonight's show. I just, I'm just thinking about this. Kev Baker, before he passed away, he pointed this out to me. And he said, it's so creepy because it's not only just a little tiny robot. But it's also like backed by these pedophiles. And it has cameras and video, and it's it's you know it's brought in for little little girls. Bring it into your room, just like the Black Mirror episode. I, I mean, the world is a lot stranger than we think. But hey, even if you think, well, that's crazy, I wouldn't buy that. Well, would you try this Coca Cola Zero Sugar flavor created by AI? And while you're drinking it, you can scan the QR code, and then you can take pictures of your house, and then the AI will t- tell you what it would look like if it was in the future. If it was being honest, what it would do is it would just show you that your house is gone. You live in a shack. You're angry. You don't own anything and you're happy. And you don't even own the shack. You pay $3,000 a month for the shack, dirt floors. That would be accurate. No, they just, they augment reality with all this crap. And they so easily dispose of the human and they use the human to just they they just suck the life literally the soul the spirit the essence out of the human and they just give it to these machine counterparts and it doesn't have to be with a a screen or a phone or a computer but i mean augmented reality this, this is augmented reality i mean the statistical data from whooping cough we talked about last night that's augmented reality they've augmented and distorted reality with that Then imagine what can be done with algorithms. Then imagine what can be done with super advanced computers. Then imagine what can be done when you can't tell what is a real human voice, what is a real piece of artwork created by a human, what is a real piece of of material that has been written by a human. And, you know, in in all seriousness, I remember somebody sent me a, um, a CG version of me, like, talking. And, and like... I'm not upset about it, but like, please don't do that. I don't think this is funny. I don't think this is a game. I'm dead serious about it. I I don't play around with this stuff. I don't participate in it. I don't make CG images or there. It's demonic as far as I'm concerned. I don't participate in it. I don't play around with it. Please don't do that. There's, there's something off about it. But that's what I have for you tonight. AI Robots at the Game, the Warner Music uh, pop star who's also a model, but she's like 12 years old, she looks like, and she's half naked. Uh, The Coca-Cola made by AI, the um, story of the no sperm, no egg, no womb. No mom, no dad, no male, no female. No orgasm, no sex. Just a synthetic biological structure coupled with Synthetic infrastructure, the, the IoT, the Internet of Things. Arconic intelligence stripping away the soul, feeding off of humans like this, a battery. Putting them in their own little conspiracy theory echo chamber while they have their, their essence drained from them. Which is all, that's what the Matrix was, right? It's just like your little echo chamber, the, the little world that you exist in. It's all fake. It's not real. 
I mean, that that's that's a metaphor with certain literal physicalities, but that's a metaphor. And that's actually, that's really happening because we live in those echo chambers controlled by the algorithm and the programming and our conic intelligence, not real, distorts it and creates this fake human world that we think is real, but it's not. I'm Ryan Gable. This is The Secret Teachings. Thank you so much for tuning in tonight. A couple of other really big shows coming up this week. Uh, one about, well, I don't even, I don't know if I want to tell you about it, tell you about what we have coming up. I think I'm going to do a show on the, the new Nun movie. And then I have something planned about um, education, uh, like what's happening in schools, really just disturbing stuff. Anyway, this is The Secret Teachings. The Secret Teachings.info is the website, rdgable at yahoo.com, TST Radio at protonmail.com. Grab a copy of one of my books on our website, like The Technological Elixir. You can listen for free on our website. Anywhere else you listen to radio shows or podcasts, just search, uh, search The Secret Teachings. You should be able to find it pretty easily. Spreaker, Apple, etc. Or go to aftermath.media. Subscribe today. Get access to the ad-free show. Stay safe, stay informed, stay healthy. And I will talk to you on the next broadcast.